Hello, my friends, and welcome to Jolt and Joe's Wrestling Radio on the Rewind Podcast Network. I'm Jolt and Joe, along with my co-hosts, the new Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the godfather of the Rewind Podcast Network, Terrible Ted. Get ready for some skull-crushing wrestling chatter. Joe's Wrestling Radio. We have uh, we've got our two co-hosts here, the uh, New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters. He is well. Let's face it, friends. He is also the Ed McMahon of uh, <laughs> of this podcast. Yes, and we sir. also have Terrible Ted, who is the Godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network. But there's another person that you can see right now. I think you can see him. Our guest tonight. This is this is awesome, man. First of all, let me do this intro the right way because he has so many different introductions. First of all, he is the self-proclaimed America's violence dealer. You may have known him as the Almighty Sheik. He is a former NWA world champion. He is the current PCW ultra tag team, one half of the tag team champs with Jacob Fatu. They are known as War Beast, where all violence is legal. And finally, besides being a 22-year pro, he is... The master of the fireball, and from MLW, absolutely the most dominant group in MLW, it is Contra. So, uh, the man is here. Let's say hello to him. Hey, man. Joseph (laughs) Samael. We're we're done here. I can't get better than that. That's the best introduction I've ever got. My friend, uh, how is it going? These are crazy times. Yeah, it's insane. Just trying to stay busy. Um, you know, it's it's really difficult. I've been going and going for 22 years, and to all of a sudden just stop, you know, everything yeah. I do in life is wrestling-related um, with PCW Ultra, with MLW, being on the road wrestling for, you know, multiple companies, and uh, just to have it all stop is, is just bizarre nice in a way but incredibly boring <laughs> yeah i imagine you those first couple of days or a week or two you yeah. get a nice little breath and then you go what yeah <laughs> what am i gonna you do know <laughs> plus you know a lot of uh what i don't know if everybody knows this so let's let's say right now pcw ultra is your baby man yeah. and and uh so right there, besides all the things you you do, um, and you know I love you from from MLW man, but uh, but a little later I want to tell everybody about what you got going on uh, in PCW Ultra because the quality of what is available is really great. So we'll get to that in, in a little bit. Before I turn it over to the other guys, I got to ask you. One, uh, more of a social media question because, well, two, really. First of all, I think it's today. It was the first time I saw it. You put up a pretty awesome new video. Um, it's at the top of it, at your Twitter, so you can tell everybody. But, man, it, it, it drew me in, okay? And and it takes a lot because you got something every day uh, <laughs> that's pretty pretty crazy. Anyway, tell us about that uh, that new video you put up. It might have been a day or so ago. Yeah. So is that the one with with uh, um, with like a promo where I'm talking? Yeah, the promo. Yeah, with so the... That's actually an old video. So so that's that was the tra- it's it's just uh, 
trying to keep content out there. Um, yeah. So what I did was, was when I transitioned, I'm really fine with changing characters and freshening up. And I, I find it to be a challenge to me. I, I love professional wrestling. I love all the nuances, the characters that I love everything about it. That's why I run wrestling. That's why I've been involved so long. So uh, when I was the almighty Sheik for the longest time, um, I decided to transition into this newer character. And that was, it's more of a Kevin Sullivan is a mentor of mine. He's been for years. So that's more of a nod to that style, that, that uh, very psychological heel Um, from that. Uh, Court Bauer and I uh, constructed the, the the contra unit stuff. So so it was it wasn't quite a leap from the Sheik to to the the contra unit. The only thing that the contra unit kind of brought to the table that I I brought back was the the Samael part of Joseph. So I went from the Almighty Sheik to Joseph and then to Joseph Samael. Kept that bit of uh, uh, continuousness and um, yeah. But, but that video is just, uh, it's with the help of uh, my editor, Mike Simmons, who's absolutely amazing. Nobody steal him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's just an amazing guy. And, and, and uh, we put this vision together um, of this character. It's like a, a cult leader. And it comes off really well. The promos are very rhymy, very evil, um, uh, catchy and, and, and make you think. And, and they always like come back around and uh, they're, they're, they're really fun to do. It's some scary stuff. I got to tell you, I, my wife, I told my wife I had an interview uh, tonight and uh, you know, I, I guess it was, gosh, I guess it was the summer. I brought her into Queens to, to see MLW. And so I had the, we were sitting right on the ramp and she had the second seat in, but you came out and I know what to expect, man. And even I'm, you know, shying away from the edge of that, but you came out and you spit right, right at where we were sitting, man. And she was just like, wow, she will never forget you. Never forget. So as soon as I told her who was, she went, oh, the sheet guy. I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the idea, right? Oh, absolutely, man. And and these guys know I'm a heel. I love the heels. But uh, you're one of the most frightening. There's no question about it. You totally do it. You know, and the fireballs, man. Yeah, I, I commit 100%, and, and that that comes from my my teachers, Kevin Sullivan uh, particularly. Just just speaking psychology um, on a day-to-day basis with him, it's, it's really turned me into a psychological heel. I mean, Kevin's yeah. a heel booker as well, like I am, uh, like you. Yeah. And, and, and um, yeah, the psychology behind being a heel – is really, really lost in today's wrestling because everybody thinks being a heel is just being a jerk to people, talking with your mouth. <laughs> it's actions, it's emasculating men, it's scaring women. There's there's very it's it's very psychological and and, and that's what I like to bring to the table. I like to keep danger in professional wrestling, a la Bruiser Brody, Abdul the Butcher, Kevin Sullivan, that style, Terry Funk. You know, that's the type of wrestling I grew up loving. And it's almost like if a kid grew up listening to Black Sabbath, they're prone to play heavy music. You know what I mean? So that's what I grew up listening or watching, and it influenced me in a great way. I I have hopes that uh, the the wrestler formerly known as Killer Cross will will have that. Obviously, you're very familiar with his work. Now, last night they revealed him, I guess, in a T-shirt. That he's called Carrion Cross, like the Carrion Bird, you know, yeah. a bird of prey. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to think at this point, but you know, we got to let him do his thing. Yeah. So that's a whole other ball of wax. You know? uh, he's a really smart guy. He's uh. cerebral, and and I I'm a big fan of his as a person and as a as a performer. Um, it's really strange with next these super oddball names they give everybody. Yeah. Harry and, and, and all just, just 
really, really odd names. It's like a, every single uh, uh, time you announce somebody, it's a mouthful when you're when you're popping <laughs> on commentary. It's such a mouthful. So I, I don't know. I guess yeah, that's weird. That's their style of, of how they they you know ah, whatever. But but he's such a great performer. I think he'll shine through whatever. And and I think yeah. they'll start to get on his train once they have faith and confidence in him. That that's that's a good thing. I'm going to turn it over to the boys here because uh, I can't let them just uh, sit there. They've got questions, too, and uh, I'll come back in a little bit. But uh, who wants to jump in, guys? I got I got something. So I uh, I went back and, and started, you know, I, I, I do a lot of tape when I uh, when I'm getting ready for an interview. And just like just like when I'm getting ready to be on at the commentary table, I also commentate for uh, for a local indie. And um one of the things that I that I came across was your match. I guess I guess it was at the very first event for PCW with with MVP, and yeah. uh, that match was was a roller coaster, man. It was it just seemed like it was a lot of fun, and um, and you know for someone that's that's he's got the judo background and he's got the you know the fun, and for him to be able to get into that brawler you know style of wrestling that you guys did in that match was really cool to watch. What did you guys? You know, without obviously without going too much into it, but how much did you guys plan out about that match in advance, really, other than just kind of going for it? Yeah, so I don't plan out anything, and I, I mean, like a guy like MVP, he's he can go, he can call it on the fly. We really don't call matches though; like we don't really even talk out there. So, like, we'll have a finish, and that's about it. Um, younger guys get really paranoid. They mm. they really freak out in that sort of a position. Yep. I can never really tell what the fans want from behind the curtain, you know. So I have to kind of go out there and test the weather and, and see what's what out there. And I know things that work ninety percent of the time. Obviously, I've been around for a long time, so I, I've got some some things I do. But I mainly work off a of feeling. I mainly you know, so so it's very uh, spontaneous with me, and I think. Look, I can't do all the flips. I can't. I can't do what these athletic young kids can do. Um, I've, I've been around for a really long time. I've done a lot. I've had a lot of bumps. Um, I bled a lot. I beat my body up. But I'm a psychological heel, so um, I just gotta feel those people. So, so to answer your question, I, I didn't really call anything, uh, nor did he. And we just went out there and had fun, and it shines through. You can see it. Absolutely. You, know, you can tell that we're having a ball, even though we're in character. Um, and it's just those matches are wonderful because you just you just blast through the people and you just do all this stuff and and, and they're they're running to see it and you're going through things and you're up in one spot and then you're in another spot and it's crazy exciting and it doesn't always translate on tape. It's more of a it's almost like when when a band plays uh, when, when you see a band live and you're like hey, you got to see them live. We're a live band, me and Jacob Fatu, like together as a team. We're a live band. You got to see us live and you have to experience what we what we bring to the table. And I don't really want to change that. Like I like being different than everybody. So I, I we we keep it that way. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Tyler. It's uh yeah, I'm just going to jump in real quick here, Tyler. As sure. I want to do, I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to to say that you know, uh, in terms of the MLW and the Contra side of things, what I find interesting, uh, probably a little different uh, from the PCW Ultra, is uh, is that you take on almost more of a manager role with Contra. You know, the leader, uh, but the manager too, uh, the mouthpiece. Um, and I miss the days of having managers. You know, I think there should be more that sure. can mix it up, can cause trouble. You know, and, you know, in your case, it's chaos, you know, yeah. clearly. Um, but I just wanted to make that point because I think it's, uh, I think it really works well. Uh, for Contra and MLW. And the thing with that is, is like the reason, you know, part, part of the reason why I've been able to last for 22 years in a business that just sucks people up and swat and, and spits mm. them out is I've always understood how to, the, the long, how to keep the, lo, my, the longevity in my career. So I've always understood that. And 
transitioning into a manager for me is just the natural natural progression not going 100% into that now but when the time is there i'm going to be incredibly proficient in, in, that, mm-hmm. in that you know role so just like with you know uh you know every other aspect of professional wrestling i've i've done you know i've worn every single hat in the business the only thing i i i really can't say that I, i've directed and i've produced but i've never edited that's really the only thing I haven't done in wrestling. But besides that, I've done pretty much every everything I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Who has been your uh, favorite opponent so far that you've just had the best chemistry with as far as, you know, you know either promotion, MLW, some of the other promotions you've worked for? I, I've just always been curious and interested about the different styles and how you all gel and really work together. You know, that's my Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Uh, I think – my favorite opponent is Savio Vega. And I think oh, I gel with Savio Vega really well. And and one of the reasons why he's he's my favorite opponent, not to not just for the simple fact that I gel with him so well, is Savio took a chance on me at a time where I transitioned to the sheep. And he took me to Puerto Rico, which I had already been, I'd worked for Carlos, but he took me to his company, the IWA, and put me in a main event scenario with him. So he really put me on the map when I really needed somebody to put me on the map because I was in a tag team prior and I was doing a lot of stuff. When I transitioned to this new character, he used me in a really great way and put me in a main event spot, which, which really influenced other promoters and, and got me, got me running. And our matches were absolutely crazy. One of the ones we had was one called the cage of death. And it was a steel ball. Like you see in the carnivals where the, the motorcycles uh, ride. in that yeah. Steel and we wrestled in that thing, and we main evented on a show in Bayamón, Puerto Rico, in a stadium. Uh, Booker T was on the show, the uh, LAX, and, and on and on and on. And it, it was just a, a really, really great spot and a match that fans still call out to this day at, at autograph signings and, <laughs> and and all types of stuff. So it, it was something very memorable for the fans, too. And I wrestled Sabio so many times. I wrestled him in Florida and Wisconsin, Chicago, New York, Puerto Rico. Uh, so, so, so I've, I've, I've been kind of chained to him little, you know, all through the years here and there. So he's my favorite. That's awesome. That's great. Tyler, I, I think you had a, a another question about, uh, the, uh, NWA, uh, championship, right? Yeah, I did. I, I just wanted to ask how that felt to uh, hold that belt. Just knowing the history, you got the Briscoes, Dusty Rhodes, sure. a lot of the people you mentioned as influences, it just Terry Funks. I mean, to me, how was that experience, you know, holding such a covenant title? You know, um, the first time I saw wrestling, I was three years old and I saw it when I, my dad took me to go see it live and Harley race was the world's heavyweight champion. Oh, cool. Harley race to me is, uh, you know, everybody's got their own Mount Rushmore. Harley race is on my Mount Rushmore hundred percent simply because he was the greatest wrestler on God's green earth. And he was the pinnacle of the professional wrestling business when I first saw it. So obviously having that NWA, I, I never thought in a, in, I would ever have that belt. Um, to, to have that belt and, and have that on my resume is, is it's, pretty unbelievable and it's 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 something that i hold really 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 high and i and i respect it a lot the company at that time wasn't the same company you know as the nwa of of old um uh but nonetheless it's still in history and and everything and that belt ended up taking me to australia to to uh, japan multiple times uh main eventing in japan a title for title match and and just really cool things that that uh that championship afforded me and the opportunities it afforded me. And, and, and the, the fact that it is such a prestigious belt, I'm actually really happy to see it gain some prominence again, and hopefully we can all get back to normal and it'll continue to gain prominence. For sure. Absolutely. I'm, I've got a question, sort of a follow-up to the, uh, to the Savio uh, portion. And that is how did you find wrestling in Puerto Rico, you know, we, yeah. some of us have heard stories, good, bad, otherwise, yeah. and and wondering what your experience was like. Well, everything you heard about Puerto Rico, just multiply it by a million. It was 
insane. Absolutely insane. The people in Puerto Rico are incredibly passionate. And if they love you, they'll take you into your house, into their house. They'll cook for you. They'll, they'll, they'll bring you into their family. If they don't like you, they're going to turn your car over, set it on fire. You know, they're going to try to stab you. They're going to throw all types of batteries, uh, 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 anything, rocks, batteries, spark plugs, anything they can get their hands on. So when I first got to Puerto Rico, uh, I was working with, the, uh, you know, the earthquake, John Tenta. Yeah. I was working with John Tenta. He, he had opened up in Florida and this was uh, in uh, late 2000 or, or early yeah, late 2000. So I started working with John Tenton in late 2000. We had been doing really well, me and my partner. Uh, we were working with him and Typhoon, the natural disasters. And we had worked with them multiple times. And then he had set us up to work with the Bushwhackers. Mm. Once we worked the Bushwhackers, Luke Williams sent us to Puerto Rico. After the match, he's like, hey, have you guys ever been to Puerto Rico? And we, are, we were just a couple years in the business. We had started in 98. And uh, we were like, no, you know, we've never been to Puerto Rico. So he goes, well, I'm going to make a call for you. And by then I was already a little jaded. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. A few weeks later, he called me up, told me to, told me to call Carlos. And then 9-11 happened. So once 9-11 happened, uh, we got pushed back. And then we went after when it was okay to fly again. And then we went after. And I remember Carlos, uh, he said, how long can you stay? And I was like, well, when is the show? And he goes, no, you stay for six months or a year. And I was like, what? Hold on. I got to make some plans. I got to tell people. <laughs> so I had to like go back and tell my family. I was working construction with my dad at the time. I had to you know, quit my job. My partner was working uh, at a bank. So we went over there. When we went over there, I wasn't, you know, I, I had traveled as a kid with my parents and here and there, but I never really traveled that far away on my own. And I was a young guy and I went there and it was like 1970 there. It was, it was awesome, but it was, it was weird too. But then I remember the first, the first few times we went out there, we were doing television, which we were not, you know, prof- you know, we had no idea how to do TV. So we learned TV there. Mm. But I remember they had us, uh, uh, Carl Carlito hadn't been to WWE yet. And he was the next guy, right. For them. Yeah. So they were getting ready to really give him a big push. And he was wrestling Ray Gonzalez every night. And every night he would get Ray Gonzalez in the figure four. And me and my partner would come and break it up. So we were basically breaking up this huge, uh, this baby face, getting his his due and, and becoming the champion. And that whole island was on his side. So I remember like they would tell us, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that. And we would just go do our job. Maybe a week or two into it, once that was on television, We'd walk out and we would just get drenched in spit. I mean, it was insane. And I learned so much because I had never, I didn't understand the power of television yet. I didn't understand the power of television, especially on that small little island. We were the highest rated show on that island. So it was crazy. But because of these, the passion of the people, we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't go to the grocery store. We couldn't go to the, the video store at the time. We couldn't go to the, the restaurant. We'd get killed. Like the people would want to beat the hell out of us. They hated us. So it was it was invigorating, but it was super dangerous. But it was a really great way to learn. And it was a really incredible experience because I feel like we hit that very tail end of the territories. You know, it was just like we were wrestling uh, four nights a week. And it was just it was like wrestling college for us. So it was really, really, really cool. Wow. You know, a lot of first times, first time ever away, really first time on television, first time wrestling, you know, four nights a week, first time getting that much heat, really the first time getting over, you know? So, you know, we, you know, we got over on indie shows, you know, hundred people, 200 people. We didn't know what we were doing, uh, but it was our first time. And then, then it was sort of like, okay, now we're over. How did we do that? How did that happen? What? And then we started asking ourselves the questions and really just dissecting the business from there and then understanding what works, what doesn't work. So it was really, really interesting. And that's why, and that's why you are who you are because you were a student too. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody. I'm sure. No. From what it, we hear, not everybody's a student. Well, it, the experience I had because I was in Florida and when I was in Florida, what people don't seem to realize is, is 
Mike Graham was there. Steve Kern was there. Kevin Sullivan was there. Rusty Brooks, uh, uh, Blackjack, uh, Dusty, Ron Bass, you know, Malenko, uh, uh, Dean was there for, you know, a great Malenko, but he passed away. But all of this knowledge was there. So that was just like, I didn't know any different. I would, I would see Kevin Sullivan and I'd see, you know, I'd say, Hey, are are you, you know, you dipping? He'd go, yeah, I'd go to the store, grab some dip, sit down and listen to him. You know what I mean? I'd see Jake Roberts. I'd see, you know, all these guys, Barry and, you know, and, 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 um, and then to, you know, again, Tenta and then the Bushwhackers and then to get that and then to go to Puerto Rico and then Chicky Star and Sabu and Abdullah and, and you know, uh, Carlos and just uh, Ray Gonzalez and just uh, all of the Cuban Assassin, all these, all this knowledge, all this experience, all these years. And I just probably annoyed the hell out of them. I just asked them a million and one questions and, and wanted to know everything and everything. Guys, you want anybody want to jump in there? Uh, yeah. So, you know, coming back to to your what you said a few minutes ago, you said it was kind of like you caught on to the the tail end of the territory days, yeah. and the way that wrestling is kind of going right now, where everybody's kind of getting a little slice of the pie again with globalization, we're able to see things from everywhere, which we weren't able to do twenty, thirty years ago. Um, you know, and, and everything's available online now. It's kind of almost like we're getting back to that kind of a feel, you know. Even 15 years ago, people wouldn't have known an MLW, you know, but but now it's a it's a fairly household name among wrestling fans. Um, What do you see? You know, what do you see boosting an organization like MLW to be up there with, you know, with the, the highest, you know, the highest of the highs or, you know, or maybe the better way to ask that question is what does MLW have to do to, to continue rolling that roller coaster once we're able to get back out there and have shows again? Um, I think they just need to keep being different. You know, they, they're, they're riding that outlaw, excuse me, that outlaw renegade lane. Mm -hmm. And, um, they're, they're not like, you know, court's not afraid to, to book heels. Like to, 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 you know, to do, to be a heel booker, he's booking heat, you know, and he's not afraid of it. So, so that's great. You know, stay different, uh, money, you know, always helps anything. So, so large influxes of money, um, having a good program that's easily accessible. The, the one thing that MLW did, they put themselves on YouTube. Uh, they positioned themselves in a way that they were on a network it was it was going around the the, the nation. Then it was going, uh, uh, you know, across the globe. But they still were able to be on YouTube, where a lot of companies are not able to do that. So access is huge, especially uh, in this day and age, where you know there's so much content. The easier you make this content available for people, uh, you know, the the better it is. Like you know, they can know about every single you know, wrestling uh, company in the world. But if there's a pay window there, you know, it's like they can just turn right here and see MLW instead, or they can just turn right there and see, you know, AEW dark or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's just availability, staying different, uh, you know, um, being consistent, you know, consistent in quality, which I feel they do, you know, having uh, uh, captivating angles, you know, and, and just keep, banging that drum just keep banging that drum pretty soon you know the quality like mlw's grown exponentially you know over the last few years and i i like to think that we're a small part of that in contra unit i I like to think that uh you know the the creative ideas that come from us as well and the the camaraderie and the fact that we're all able to, to to speak our mind there and everything it's it's a great thing there's a lot of knowledge at mlw a lot of people have come through there dr tom Cornette, um uh sullivan low key, uh, just on and on and on and on. So, yeah. so that's what I just look for. Like when I go to an indie, I could really pick and choose. Uh, but when I go to an indie and, and like, there's nobody there to, to teach anybody, or if you try to talk to the kids and they don't want to listen, it's like, you know, you, I always find it odd when you, I hate to just completely get on a, a tangent, but I always find it odd when, when younger guys listen to each other and they don't want it. Like, it's like, 
I listen to people that made money. Like I always listen to people to make money and that made money. And it always enabled me to position myself. A lot of people look at different stuff. They want to be famous. They, they want likes, they want this, they, they want that. I was always brought in this. I was taught how to make a living in this business. And that's why 22 years later, I'm still here. Hopefully yeah. this all gets back to normal, but you know, this is, this is like, I always looked at pro wrestling, like skipping school, like, really like you mean i can do this for a living like are you kidding me like i can actually you know i had a, a tremendous amount of respect for it because i i always wanted to protect it because I, I always was like looking at somebody who was who wasn't protecting it like shut up we're we're getting away with something here like we're able to do this every day like keep <laughs> it going man you know yeah. so it was always i was always so I always found myself so fortunate that I was able to travel the world on somebody else's dime and have a blast every night and meet all types of interesting people and, and, and be able to feel the pop of a crowd. And I mean, on a, you know, uh, more than once and, and just, just, I mean, just to have that as a regular thing. So I don't know, man, I, I really respect this business and, and, and I'm a, I'm a, a proponent of, 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 uh, uh, of respecting it and, and protecting it, you know? Is there anybody out there that, uh, uh, on the young side, the up-and-comers, that maybe have caught your eye? Yeah. As somebody who's starting to get it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I do my do. I do my part. I know that everything I got was was given to me or told by a veteran. I know that every single step I took. I was helped along. I was pulled up by a veteran who knew more than me. So I make sure that I give back. So there's, there's guys that I mentor that I think are some of the best guys in the business today. Jacob Fatu for one. Uh, another one is Alex, Alex Hammerstone. He's another one of my guys, uh, Douglas James. I got a, a, a girl who's been around for a long time and uh, by the name of Ruby Rays. Um, and, and some of these people and uh, I'm not the type of guy that trains people. I don't, I don't take somebody from a seed and train them. I can take an untrained, I can take an already trained talent like Kevin Sullivan did to me and go, why don't you just flip that? Just move that a little to the right. Turn that this way, move that there. Why don't you do it this way? Put that in front of this and I can get them and help them understand psychologically how to get more out of everything they do. And that's the big uh, the mistake everybody's doing is they're they're trying to do everything and they're trying to do it all in one shot and they're trying to I mean if you're going to show the fans everything you do in one match what are you going to do next time I, there's a thing that uh, without getting too much behind the curtain there was something that Jacob Fatu did in a match with LA Park that everybody lost their mind I saw Jacob Fatu do that about four years earlier and I told him, don't you ever do that again. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He says, why? I says, don't do it until I tell you the time is right. He trusted me. We brought it out four years later and it exploded the building. It exploded the back. Everybody was happy with it. And it's just a, a lesson in when and why and not to over, not to whore yourself out and do it all the time. Wrestling in the 90s was turned into a greatest hit show. Hey, I do this, 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 and that. And this is my catchphrase, and this is my taunt, and this is what I do. And everybody did that, and then they threw the athleticism on top of it and did every move in the book. But then you look back at guys like Magnificent Morocco, Kevin Sullivan, and how they did it and why they did it. And nobody's working like that today. So when you take their formulas – Today, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's cr-. like it's it's brand new. It's old as new. Right. So so taking mm-hmm. these formulas from the from from the old days and bringing them to the forefront and having guys that you actually have their trust and they have athletic ability, they have smarts. It, it ends up working out really nice. So Alexander Hammerstone, for sure. Uh, uh, Jacob Fatu, absolutely. Douglas James, Ruby Rays. These are all people that if you don't know about them now, you'll know about them soon. I binged a lot of MLW this week, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got three little kids and like, they're so into watching wrestling with me because they see how invested I am in it. So like the, the only thing I'll let them really watch with me is NWA because it's moderately 
clean sure. for the most part. And, yeah. um, and so, you know, Hey Tyler, and I've been binging MLW and they'll come downstairs. They'll come down here into the basement. I got like a projector that throws everything onto the wall and they'll come down and be like, dad, what's this? I'm like, hold on guys. I have to stop these. Bus <laughs> <laughs> on there and everything. <laughs> and oh, man. Yeah. Oh. I don't always watch, um, um, well, it really depends, but I, I, I'll go to Philly or I'll go to Queens. Okay. And so then you've got like, what, eight shows yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, from yeah. each, from each event. So I pretty much know what they are. And then I'll be like, uh, oh, oh, there we are. Oh, there you see, we were just right there. You see what he spit? <laughs> 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 they come out. Contra comes out, man, and it's just the the energy level in in the uh, in the building just goes because they know chaos. You know, it's like whoa, man, look at we, we almost caused a riot our first night in in, in, in uh, Chicago, and and they have video of it. It was awesome, man. Like me and Jake are just like we're so we're like. When we tag team, it's insane. Like we, it, it you have to kind of experience it live. But when we when we tag team, like we tear the house down, man. The people yeah, are it's true. But it's fun. It's fun being a manager too because I don't have to take any bumps and I get paid. The yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> he's got got the suit on, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't mess with the cigar. Yeah, and I do a lot of stuff off the record. Like I do, like I do a lot of stuff. I, I you know, in MLW, I do all the, the the creative meetings. I do, I do a lot of stuff there. I agent a lot of matches. So like oh, when okay. I have to wrestle too, it's like, oh, it's brutal. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump in here with uh, going to your. Uh, I want to make sure that there's a couple of things we don't miss, and one of them is. Uh, PCW Ultra, which, as I mentioned a little earlier, is your baby. And something that I didn't know about until literally today was that you have PCUltraOnDemand.com. And what I love about this is that it's, it's five bucks a month. Yeah. And the content on there is such quality. You know, I sip through real quick. And we also and have tons of companies with us. That's very true. I should probably let you talk about it rather than me. But I was I was sold, man. Uh, the minute I realized it was there, I jumped right into it. Because I've, I've done some of the others. Um, some of the quality isn't as good. Um, and I've even been a little disappointed with Impact. Because... You know, they don't give you the big shows. You, oh. You've got, you know, you're paying on monthly, but then you don't, so I'm kind of spoiled from WWE now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, tell us about PCW uh, Ultra and all the things that we can uh, see, especially now. Yeah, sure. So, so we started in 2016, January of 2016. Uh, it was Pentagon or uh, Penta Zero M, whatever. Pentagon wasn't really a household name at the time yeah. yet. Uh, he was an unknown. We had him early. He was our first champion. Uh, Rob Van Dam beat him, and we had Rob Van Dam as our champion. When Rob Van Dam came in, just exploded, as you would, you know, because you have Rob Van Dam as your champ. So yeah. we exploded. We went to a larger building. Uh, then we started. We had DVDs at first, but then we started an on-demand service. On our on-demand service, which is PCWOnDemand.com, uh, it's only four ninety-nine a month, uh, and you can see every single event. We, you know, we have two to three-hour events, and they're high quality. We've got the great Muda, Stan Hansen, uh, you know, and then everybody, Leo Rush, uh, uh, on and Hammerstone, Hammerstone, Fatu, uh, on and on and on. Every indie darling, every legend. We have legends on every show, so we. We have luchadors, so we have a very, very wide spectrum of, of professional wrestling. You can see catch, you can see uh, Japanese wrestling, you can see hardcore, uh, uh, women's wrestling, uh, lucha, everything. So British style. Um, we've had guys, we've had Jordan Devlin from uh, WWE there before, you know, we brought him in from Scotland. Uh, so you get the picture of, of the, 
the level of talent that we have, and then it's produced incredibly well. So it's it's a really clean watch. The matches are fantastic. The matchups are, you know, Phoenix against Shane Strickland. And, I mean, they're great matches. ACH is with us, everybody. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then what we've done is is we partnered up with multiple companies, Progress in the U.K., um, uh, Defy in Seattle, and, and you, know, uh, you know, we have shoot interviews on there, everything. So for the $4.99 a month, you can basically just submerge yourself in thousands of hours of content. And, you know, it's just a really, really great deal. And that's the type of company we are. We just like to over deliver. We just like to give the fans, you know, we, we when the fans come to our show, they have a nice seat. There's AC. We have good beer. We have gourmet food. We have ice cream. We have vendors. We have so you know we have top quality talent. We have lighting. We have you know so we uh, we have two hour meet and greets. So we we really over deliver for our fans. And we let them know that we respect their dollar and we understand that we're fortunate that they're spending their money with us. So we want them to come back and we want to build a family and a fan base. And unfortunately we're dealing with this stuff, but our fans are so great. You know, if you, if you go to our Facebook page, there's 400, 500 reviews of our show and there's like maybe two bad ones for trolls that are like, you know, whatever, just you're going to deal with that. But for only two trolls out of 500 reviews of just spectacular, we've had people coming from Australia. We've had people coming from uh, the UK and I mean, all over the world. When Muda came, we had photographers from Japan flying over and, 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 and wrestling fans. I put uh, Muda and Pentagon together as a team um, and, and, you know, uh, just we've had incredible shows, so it's there. Four ninety nine a month, PCW on demand. You can see everything. We're also on YouTube, uh, PCW Mutiny. It's every Friday, so we have you know uh, an hour show, and you can watch that as well. And 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 it's just basically uh, an old match, a new match, just whatever content you know put together in the best way we can possibly do it on a shoestring budget, but clean and nice. No, it's re- it, there's some really good quality. That was the thing that impressed me. Um, part of what I had seen, and, and this is not meant to badmouth anybody sure. else, um, is, uh, uh, what is it, independent wrestling TV. Um, you know, I've, I've tried that as well. I just didn't think the, the quality of matches were the same. So uh, I, I really, really recommend to anybody who's watching, uh, I recommend this one for sure. Uh, because I spent some time this afternoon just going, oh, yeah, okay. And, you know, I bought in right away. So um, the other thing that I want to mention to everybody is you're hearing this a lot, uh, that it's time for us to kind of step up who we can and help our wrestlers who aren't working right now. Some of us are fortunate to be able to keep working in some way or another or have some income and uh, I have to tell you that uh, uh, my connection with uh, with with Joseph uh, has been uh, marvelous I just said hey man what's the best way that I can support you in terms of getting merch I love merch I love tees the whole bit and he's just like hey man I got stuff in the office let's talk so I just want to tell everybody that, he, you know, all the Warpy stuff is pretty, you know, amazing. And he's got his own as well. So check it out. You know, you'll be very happy. I'll tell you that much. I love that stuff. I wish we had all this stuff when I was a kid. I'm ancient. Yeah, I, I really do love all the merch we were able to have now. Like yeah. we're able to make trading cards and magnets and stickers, and it's just it's it's a cool time for for making merch. And 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 you know we got oh is that Selena behind you? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Selena's back there. I got uh, Lady Frost and uh, oh, I like her too. Gentlemen, yeah, yeah, you know. So I collect some stuff, and who knows, maybe my. Uh, future grandkids will uh, you know look at it the way I do because we didn't have that I mean you know I'd go to the garden and I was young I was you know high school or late grammar school man to see Bruno and all you know so those people that's a long time ago but it it wasn't like that you didn't 
get get to see these guys, you know. The Eagles and definitely you get, did that. You get to see stuff like this, boys. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's it's very fun, and I I don't want to come off as uh, you know just boom boom boom, but I believe in that stuff. I believe oh, absolutely uh, that uh, you know commerce, baby. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So well, yeah, I mean, it, it helps us. It helps us move forward through this. You know, all I do is wrestling. You know, so I mean, I, I've I've been smart and and I've I've always you know uh, planned for a rainy day. But you know, it looks like we're gonna have a lot of rainy days. A lot of rainy days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know. All right, boys, I'm throwing it back to you here. I wanted to make sure I got those in. So uh, appreciate you. Know, yeah. Go right ahead. Well, Joseph, just so you know, if you uh if you shoot me, um. If you shoot me some of the the links for your for your merch and stuff like that, I'll make sure it gets put in all the descriptions on the podcasts oh, and on so the. Yeah, yeah, we're, I'm just saying you know. prowrestlingtees.com/slash warbeast. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it to you. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, because I'll make sure you know, just like I did for all the all the indie guys I've had on, I'll make sure your stuff gets put out there with everything we do. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's got a new one coming too. Didn't you put that up? You got yeah, a new yeah. T-shirt coming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've got like. I've got a good amount, and all of our show, all of our everything I do, either I design it or I or I get a designer. I have illustrators that I, you know, I, yeah. I get it done. It's all quality, my stuff. I'm all, all about quality. Everything has got to look good. That's awesome. That's awesome, <coughs> Tyler. I know you had a litany, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get one in, man. Go ahead, bud. No, uh, sir. I was just gonna ask you, I've, how was it for Contra working with the uh, young Von Erichs, Bryce, and Marshall? I've been a huge fan of their family, that legacy, and it just looks like you all had great chemistry. I mean, that rivalry and stuff. So I wanted to ask you how it was to work with that because you talk about some young guys that are studs to me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, everything you've ever heard about the Von Erics that that they just keep coming uh, is 100% true, and the young ones are just the same. I mean, you got to – you got to beat on those kids, man. They keep coming and coming and coming. They'll tire you out. I mean, they just have no quit in them. So, um, yeah, they're very athletic. They're, they're humble, good boys. And, um, yeah, they're just, they're, they're, they're strong. They're real strong. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're a ball to work. I, I, we got to work with Kevin, uh, as well in, in, uh, in our cage match in, uh, in Dallas, which was incredible. The, it was funny because the old fans from, from the sportatorium came out and like, I mean, you'd see ladies like, you know, fifties and stuff. And they, they were, you know, from back then. And it was really interesting, man. It was really cool. But, um, we've had nothing but good experiences working with the, with the Von Erics there. That whole family is just a classy family. Um, all good people and, uh, hard workers. And, and, uh, I just hope it's not over. I, I want to get back in there with those guys. We had, a, like you said, we had good chemistry with them. So I think there's a lot more story to tell with the Von Harris. Very cool. Very cool. Sure. So I, uh, you know, you said, you mentioned earlier, you've been in the business for 22 years, you know, every, everyone that I've, I've spoken to in the business, they have that, that one memory of when they, they, they knew this was, going to be the rest of their life and they knew that this was what they wanted to do with with the rest of their life what was that moment for you i i remember like it was yesterday i was three years old my brother was outside teasing me and i i, I was on his motorcycle and i burned my foot and i ran inside and i saw a flash on the tv and it was white hair it was dusty roads and i just looked and it caught me and dusty just kept talking and it was so charismatic and i just you know, at that time, I had I had been um, really, really attracted to Kiss and uh, Evil Knievel and Elvis. So when I saw Dusty, it was like, oh, my, it was just more of that. You know what I mean? And I just I, I was mesmerized. So I, I my mom, you know, told my dad, look at him, look at him, take him, take him to the, the show. Because it, it said, you know, when it was coming, it was on Monday night. And it was like literally right down the street at the West Palm Beach Auditorium. So 1977, three years old, I saw Dusty Rhodes on TV, and I I just, I knew that that was, that's, I had to be there. I didn't know why, I just knew, and then they could never pry me away from it. And um, my, my I was doing construction and, and with my father, who was working me way harder than he should have, and, uh, you know, and he didn't want me to be in construction. He's like, what are you going to do then? 
if you're not going to do this, what are you going to do? And I just said some crazy thing like, I'll be a wrestler. And, my, and everybody looked at me like I was the dumbest guy on earth. And I am one of those I'll prove you wrong kind of guys. And I did it. And I, and I traveled the world. And then, you know, over and over and over. And I've been around for so long. And I've made it my life. And, and now everybody's like, man, I, you wanted to do that for your whole life. It's a lot of people just get really, uh, really tripped out by that. But I knew, you know, so early my whole life what I wanted to do. It's a silly thing to some people. But to me, it was the only thing, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. I uh, I noted uh, from social media that uh, man, you cook up a storm. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! I've been I've been checking out some of this stuff. Um, I don't probably burn a hole right through me. Some of that stuff, <laughs> but man, um, did you learn that from uh, being on the road all the time? I mean, you get you cooking some good stuff there. Yeah, so I grew up in a Sicilian household where everybody cooked, and and I just never knew any different. And and my mom and dad divorced uh, when I was around ten, and I remember my mom had to get a few jobs, and I, I just remember being like ten years old, and my mom coming home, and I having you know a full you know three four course meal on the table. Like it was just you know I remember cooking eggs when I was like. I don't know, probably like four or five years old, just not scared, you know, just, and that's what the family did. So I was never scared of it. Like right. I'll see people cooking and, I, and they'll, they'll, they don't know what to do. And they kind of like break an egg softly or they, I'm like, don't be scared of it. Just get in there, you know? And I've just never been scared. So I'm not, uh, uh, trained professionally, but I can cook some stuff that people just, they, they, they can't believe, you know? So I've always cooked my whole life and it's, really been a way to eat like a king and be frugal you know i don't go out to eat all the time you know but like you know, I, I don't go out to eat all the time because i don't like the food people make me like i i'm i like to make if i'm going to make a steak i want to make the steak like i know how i like my steak made you know and i'm going to have the best cut of meat and i'm going to have it you know everything right and and um yeah so yeah i've just been cooking my whole life it's Probably something i'm incredibly passionate about when i get like wrestling and, and like when I get passionate about something, music is another thing. If I get passionate about something, I, I just can't, I just, I get possessed. <laughs> Literally. Well, that's the appropriate word for you, my friend. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Go ahead guys. Anything? Well, you said, you said you're really passionate about music. Uh, do you like to perform music? Are you, uh, you know, it's a, a big fan of, of what you listen to. Yeah, so I, I don't perform, uh, you know, I just, I've just never been somebody that was musically inclined, uh, but I, I collect vinyl records, I've always been, I, I go to so many live events, like I, I just, and I tend to be more of, you know, listening to heavier music, but I'm really, although I saw the last concert I went to was Sinead O'Connor, I, I, I've been to like Christy Moore in Europe. I've, I've seen Clutch all over the world. Um, I've seen Black Sabbath with Ozzy on the, on the, I've seen Black Sabbath with, with uh, Ronnie James Dio. Um, but I, I just, you know, good music. I, you know, I, I just love going to live events and I love, you know, that's, it's a big bummer this thing, you know, because you know, totally. I don't know if we're going to be going to live live events. You know, definitely, I don't think we're going to go this year. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I think it's going to change for quite a while. So that's that's a real bummer. I don't I don't know if I'll ever wrestle again. You know, I don't know if this will come back. It's crazy. I'm really glad that I had the career I had just in case that happens. I'm really sad for guys that are just bubbling up, like guys that could you knew because especially in this time, you guys made you know. You, made mention of it earlier it's so much easier and i don't mean that to say like i'm not taking away from anybody's talent but 10 years ago it was a lot harder to get like if you got to japan even 10 years ago 20 years ago it was hard like it was really hard now i see guys five months in the business going to japan and 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 getting around because of the internet because somebody gets over on a video and like everybody books them that's not how it was when I see guys that have a passion for this and, and I know that they're about to blow, they're about to, to break. And then this happens. I just, I just hope that it doesn't cool off some guys who've worked hard. I know the lifers will still be around, you know, the guys that, that, that have the passion for it, the guys that put everything into it. 
it's gonna it's gonna knock off some wannabes, which is good. Um, it's gonna knock off some promotions that are you know, and, and a lot of good people probably are, aren't gonna be able to survive this as far as putting on wrestling or, or being able to be a wrestler. And you know, unfortunately, some people might even catch that virus and, and get sick. So you know, we're just we're just hoping and you know you know that everybody's uh, good. We're hoping we get back, but. You know, I, I'm not any. I'm not saying anything. We're all not thinking. You know, it's pretty yeah. obvious what I'm saying. We're all thinking the same thing. We're all on the same page. We just want to get back to what we love. We want to get back to you know doing what we do in, in some sense of normalcy. You know, I just sad for those guys that are that are losing months, hopefully not years, off of their career, and that you know while they're about to explode. So, like I said, I've had my time, and and I'm I'm not going anywhere. I could always do stuff in the back. But I'm yeah. really hoping that these guys that are that are coming up, that like a guy like Hammerstone is busting his ass. The guy looks like a brick shit house, man. He's huge. Yeah. Puts everything into it. His wrestling gets better. His psychology gets better. If he can't do this for a year, you know, I hope he doesn't go nowhere else. You know, I hope he's. I, I hope he, there's still opportunity for guys like that. I know for him, it's like all revved up, and nowhere to go. You know, right? He's, he's yeah. You can see it all the time. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't uh, haven't really ventured too far from this cave because yeah, uh, same. yeah, I was in Italy right before the lockdown. So Ooh, I'm like, oh stuck. baby, yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily I didn't get stuck, and luckily I don't yeah, think yeah. there's anything going on there. So you know, we we all count uh, our lucky stars, but yeah. uh, I think everybody's anyway. taking it very serious now. I think at first, I hope was, so. Yeah, at first I think, yeah, you hope so. so. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's scary stuff. Well, boys, uh, we're getting down to it here. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling uh, Mr. Joseph Samael might be getting a little hungry because it's, uh, <laughs> it's probably past dinner time for him. I don't know, but any last uh, words from you guys? We'll give you a shot there. You know, I just want to say thanks for coming on, man. Like this is this has been a real pleasure just to sit and talk with you. And uh, you know, I, I started this this channel a year ago, and now it's like a network with multiple shows, and I don't know how it happened. You know, yeah. And uh, and uh, you know, I'm just, I'm super excited about it, and and I'm just so thankful for you coming on and uh, and being on a show on the network with us uh, today. Yeah, so thank, thank you so you much for being having us. me. I appreciate the platform, and and you know. Every, you know, I know that you're not going to have me on next week, but when when it's you know time, a couple months rolls by or whatever, you need me to come back on anytime. This is absolute pleasure. Awesome. You could come awesome. on anytime and talk about anything you want, my friend. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, you're good. You're good with that. Don't you worry. We'll add. We'll add you to the team. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good. I got you, know, you may regret. You may regret <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Uh, what am I going to do? Watch another Netflix show? I'm just here, man. Oh, man. No, it's just TV ain't doing it for I'm me. That's for sure. I can't. I'm, I, yeah. like, I'll watch a little bit at the end of the night, but I can't. I can't. That is too much. I do like a half hour of uh, news in the morning and maybe a half hour uh, you know, later in the day just to see, all right, did anything change or yeah. did someone say something really stupid? You know, you get that. Uh, Most of the time, you yeah. get both of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, but I can't. I just can't take. And every commercial now is is about the virus. You, you know what's funny is is uh, you know I'm getting these emails. Hey, so and so from Dinty Moore Stew wants to let you know that we're all in this together. Like, <laughs> what the hell is it? It's like, no, you just want me to not forget about you. I mean, <laughs> Everybody's got to put their two cents in about, you know, that's for sure. They're, they're going to let me know that, you know, they're, you know, they got me. Okay, whatever. Because, <laughs> well, you know, Ted, Tyler, myself, we can all do this, you know, from home. I have two radio shows that I'm fortunate to be able to do right here. Yeah. So, that's you nice. know, it's worked out pretty good in a way. And like I said, we're building Ted's network there. Yeah. So we want to keep the Godfather happy there. So, <laughs> you know. What can I say? Tyler, you got anything else, brother? I just want to say it, it's been a blast. Uh, you're just such a down-to-earth great guy. And it, it's like with all of us, just feel so sorry for all the wrestlers, like you mentioned, that are just, unfortunately, this may be the end. I, I hope that's not the case. I'm, yeah, I want to be positive. But 
just appreciate it. And I just have a blast with these guys, and I want to thank them. And thank you, sir. It's just a great opportunity to talk. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's kind of you. That's my man, Ed McMahon, right there. Uh, just, uh, I don't know yes. about <laughs> Just smooching it up. Yeah, I, I got to put you over. Hey, I got to do it. Oh, man. Somebody's got to do it. That's right. Joseph That's right. Samael, the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, the fireball thrower. Yes. Thank you. Really, thank you so much. It uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to us. And uh, to be able to to chat like this, like uh, Ted said, is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. So thank you, my friend. Thank and you. anything we can do, man, we're there for you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. And that's not right, us just guys. saying that so that you remember we're here. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, we might be back on the team next week. Never know. We got a lot to talk about. You know. So uh, awesome. flippies and uh, yeah. you know how much uh, how much uh, Tyler uh, is upset with AEW this week. You know? I don't watch anything, but like if you guys ever do <laughs> something or something like that, I'll watch it. Like whatever. Like I'm saying, there I'm, you go. See? I'm literally hanging out. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you got a fourth. There you, you go. Perfect. <laughs> Let's see what he says when we follow him. <laughs> Th- thanks, everybody. All right, so we're out of here. It's Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio. I haven't said that in about 65 minutes, but you know who we are. Uh, you got uh, you got the mouth, the new mouth of the South. I always forget the new. You got to watch that. You're going to get a suit, Joe. You're going to get a suit. Yeah, right, right, right. Tyler Peters. I should just call him Ed McMahon. Uh, we've got the, the Godfather. Terrible Ted. And I don't even know if I named you before. I don't remember. It seems like three hours ago now. <laughs> and the the man. He, he's our new hero, right? That's right. If he wasn't before, he's our new hero. Joseph Samael. Thank you, guys. We'll catch up with you next episode. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Enjoy it, guys. <laughs>